0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. It is great to be with you. Hey, I ask you to do a couple things when you come on here. Listen, we... Are on a digital platform here, whether you're listening to us on your favorite radio station, radio network, live streaming, whatever it would be, we are available to reproduce and send out. Now, don't claim the work is your own. The only other thing that I, that's the only thing I care about here, Uh, we're going after some people on Rumble who say they're me and they're using my work and then saying things that are discrediting what we try to stand for. I just want to be really, really clear about one thing here. Uh... You don't have to be a Christian to listen to this. But I am decidedly a Christian. I'm decidedly a patriotic American. I have moral standards I try to live up to. I tried the ways of the world. It doesn't work. And I've come to the realization that you're always going to be in conflict. There is no such thing as a conflict-free life. If you choose the way of the world, you're in conflict with Jesus on Judgment Day. And I wouldn't look forward to the lake of the fire. Okay? Uh, no thank you no thank you at all i don't want that but if on the other hand you choose jesus you're going to be in conflict with the way of the world and i look at someone like eric west hawaiian realty fired by keller williams and what's his crime saying things aren't right here there are problems And he documented problems, didn't make them up, didn't say, hey, some secret source told me. He didn't do that. He came out and absolutely positively said, there are problems. I'm going to say it very bluntly. And I want you to hear this and hear this clearly. I'm going to be very, very, very blunt here. At minimum, from the governor to the former emergency management director, To the former head of the water, but was not released, sirens not sounded, Um, police chief who ordered the exits blocked, despite his denials, we have the video proof, we have the eyewitness testimony proof. These people are guilty, in my humble opinion, of criminal negligence, at minimum, and I want you to hear what I'm saying. At minimum, it could get a lot worse. If you want to go into, you think there's evidence of directed energy weapons. I'm not an expert. But I can tell you this. I'm not stupid. I can see when a car is destroyed and there are, there's vegetation growing around it, yet the car had its metal melted. And by the way, the police chief admitted to this. And let me tell you something else about this police chief. He's also the coroner. That's illegal under Hawaii statute. That is illegal. It's not a question of interpretation. Uh, case law is nothing. It is a statute. Now, why would he be the coroner at the same time he's also the police chief? Because he can control the body count. And this is what I'm going to lead to, and this is what I'm going to say, and I want you to hear me very, very clearly. There were 3,001 students in the Lahaina School District. Okay, that's a fact. There were... 400 students relocated to other school districts initially, and 200 went to alternative uh, learning-like virtual. That's 600. That means you're missing about 2,400 kids. Now, the Department of Education came out and said they've accounted for 400 more kids. Okay, so now we're down to 2,025. Yet this governor, who seems to be a stranger to the truth, He's saying, and his emergency people are saying, there's only 385 missing people, and we have, what, 115 bodies? Okay, let's do the math. That's 500 people. No, that's not right. I want to know where the children are. And now there's an additional complication. I can't deny what I have seen with video evidence with my own eyes. On the morning of the fire, we know that tourists were taken out. Now we know how they were taken out. They were taken out by Lahaina School District buses. We have the video proof. I've seen it. Now, the day before the fire, there were 15 large school buses, each capable of carrying 72 kids that were in that uh, bus parking lot, available from Google Earth. This is where this information comes from. The day after the fire, they're all missing. Now, I would buy the argument that maybe they just kept the buses at the Maui airport or some off site location near the Maui airport because it wasn't safe to go back into the burn zone. I agree with that. Okay, but here's the criminal negligence and maybe worse. If you saw the foresight to move the tourists, why wouldn't you do the same thing for your residents of Lahaina? And then why would you not sound the sirens? Why would you? And by the way, that statute, they'll sound the sirens. They say it's for tsunami. I mean, did you hear the explanation given by Adaya, the former emergency director, and then the governor echoed it? Oh, yeah, we're trained that if we hear those sirens, we run uphill and we'd have run into the fire and we'd all been burned to death and da, 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 uh, bullcrap. Look, people are so stupid they can't see a fire and they're going to keep running towards it because some siren's blaring. No, they would have heard the siren. And by the way, then the emergency director, he came out and he said, yeah, they might have had the music on in their house and they wouldn't have heard it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, it's statute. It's for all emergencies, including fires. Blocking the exits, police chief. Yes, you did. I've seen the evidence. And withdrawing any water that could have been used to fight the fire. Now, I don't know how much more clear it has to be. They trapped those people. And to me... When you look at the totality of the evidence, it looks like they wanted to drive up the death toll. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why until it hit me. The developers want that land. They don't want the heirs, surviving family members, to get it and try to rebuild. They want it locked, stock, and barrel. The government wants it for their smart city. Don't deny it, Governor. I read the minutes That are going to be the agenda for your meeting on September 25th. We know you were at the UN espousing 15 minute cities one month before this. We know that you withdrew historical preservation by executive order, which is illegal. Now you're being sued over it. Uh, Stop lying, Governor. Stop lying. And when you got confronted at a public meeting, it was non hostile. Your UN handlers took you out, they took you out of the meeting. So these people are so flipping guilty. It's just stunning to me. Stunning. They trapped those people. That I can say. By the way, school started on September, or excuse me, August 7th. The fire was on August 8th. The authorities lied and said school didn't start until August 9th. Bullcrap. They were sent home on the day of the fire. Now, did they board these buses and get taken to unknown locations for nefarious purposes? I can't rule that out any longer. First, I thought that was nonsense. I thought it was absolute sheer nonsense how those kids get home? I mean, none of these questions are answered. I could poke more holes in the bullcrap stories they're telling from the government, and the mainstream media won't cover it. There's more holes in the story than Swiss cheese. I mean, that's plain and simple. So we're going to leave this story here, and I just want to say this to you very clearly. There's a media merger coming in the alternative media that's going to change the landscape of all media. And guess what? We have a guest who's going to tell us all about it, and maybe we can start getting truthful reporting. Stay tuned. Our guest name is Floyd Brown, and this will be one of the most important interviews that I've done. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show, freeing America, one hand slave, mind at a time. Thank you so much for being with us. Really glad to be with you. We have a great show for you today. Uh, we have a, a major, major media announcement, and we're going to be talking about the major meeting announcement that's going to just shake, I think, especially alternative media. But I think it's also going to have an impact on mainstream media as well, too. And we've got Floyd Brown here to talk to us about that and about everything else. He's a fellow Arizonan. Um, He owns and operates the Western Journal, is the author of six uh, books. His latest book is Counterpunch. but uh, And we'll talk to you about that before we leave. But, my gosh, we're talking about – This media merger, that's fantastic. And I got to tell you, we really got to step up our action here on our side of the fence. Because I believe we're running out of time when we have things like uh, central bank digital currency coming in, which to me is the end of all freedom. And the other stuff, we now looking at a looming, uh, I think another set of lockdowns coming. All the signs are there. Uh, We have some real challenges that are facing us. And uh, we need strong media voices to wake people up from the doldrums, and we just don't have enough, not yet. Floyd, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you back.
1: Dave, it's great to be with you, and I, I can't agree with you more. Uh, the, the truth is, is that America hangs by a thread, in my opinion, and one of the biggest problems we've had is for nearly most of my lifetime the corporate media uh, has been controlled by the globalists. And so they take really things and blow them up big, and then they totally and completely ignore the major stories of our time. And uh, when you finally do get a, a a voice of you know real reason in the mainstream media, what happens is they end, end up going the way of uh, Tucker Carlson, and uh, get, you know, yeah. thrown off because they won't, you know, tow to the globalist corporate media line. Absolutely. So uh, one of the biggest problems that we've had in alternative media has been unbelievable tech suppression. Whenever we talk about certain issues, you know, it's not just the media firms that we're competing with. What we have to also contend with is the distribution channels. You have to worry about, are you going to be canceled by Facebook? Are you going to be canceled by YouTube? Are you going to be canceled by, um, you know, uh, Twitter, and what, which is now X? Or are you going to be canceled by Instagram? And so these vehicles that Americans have come to depend upon as the new public square are, uh, are, are being curated. And um, we have to build scale, which means we have to get large enough to be able to penetrate that corporate media veil. So uh, that's why you know I'm behind this, this merger of AMP News 100% to try and bring more alternative news voices uh, front and center for people to hear.
0: I think it's such a great thing, and we'll get into the specifics in a second. But let me just share with you in the audience what I experienced just briefly. I've been all over the Lahaina situation, and 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 Floyd, I'm not saying this lightly, and I'm not making inflammatory charges. We are looking at extreme cases at minimum of criminal negligence that, lo- that resulted in the extreme loss of life. Um, there's some evidence that should be looked into for pre-planning. I, I would not go into court and say that right now definitively because I don't have all the facts, but I have enough to be suspicious. And then after the fact, what's what they did to those people and what they're doing right now is absolutely criminal, but not a word in the mainstream media, not a word. And there was one journalist over there I've had some contact with, and he turned into a journalist. He was a realtor. His name's Eric West. Um, He's lost his job for speaking up. Uh, he was working with the biggest developer on the islands. Uh, no, no surprise he got fired because they want to carve up Lahaina. And, uh, this man has been, uh, th- has had his life threatened. Heck, I've had my life threatened for my reports on Maui. And, uh, these people are lying about no UN involvement, no smart city. Yet I've got documents that show meeting after meeting after meeting where they're discussing UN policies. And I got a video of the governor at the UN with Agenda 2030 in the background on the placard. so But mainstream media, it's not true. It's a conspiracy theory. That's why I'm so looking forward to this major media. And and someone asked me the other day, Dave, aren't you worried about competition? That's not why I do this. I do this because I care about what our kids are inheriting, and they're inheriting in a country that's going to be a piece of crap if we can't turn it around so let, let's get yeah, into well, this, on that, this, on, that
1: on that on that question of competition, uh, I get asked that question all the time about competition, and, and what I the way I respond is, alternative media is so tiny, we're like a speck compared to these huge conglomerates of CBS, NBC, Comcast, uh, you know, Universal Studios, um, Paramount. I mean. W- they're they're gigantic companies disney operating at such a different level than we're operating at we could all grow a thousand percent a year for the next 10 years and we still wouldn't catch it and so you know we are um you know we're the alternative it's where you come for the real truth. It's where you come for real investigative journalism. But in, in terms of competition, no, we're competing against the mainstream media. We can all grow our footprint and we can all have great success. And we it, it'll be a long time before we start bumping into each other.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, I talk to some of the biggest people on our side of the fence and we share guests. Um, there's with dave.com that's water with dave.com save 80 dollars for a short time personal differences i've seen i avoid those i just put them in the side because i don't have time for it but we share guests we share information sometimes we're on each other's shows uh the level of cooperation here is not what you see in the networks we're not it's not cutthroat fight for ratings we're fighting for our country for me, I'm fighting for my faith because I think my faith of Christianity is under extreme attack, and I think it's only going to get worse. So that's why I do this, and this is why I so welcome what you're doing. Let me mention the two companies that are merging here, Conservative Broadcast Media and Journalism and um, America Media, Periscope News, AMP News, and I've interviewed a couple of people out of AMP, and boy, I'll tell you, impressive, impressive stuff, Um Talk about the media how uh, media merger, how it came about, and uh, what kind of impact you're expecting in terms of volume?
1: Well, actually, it came about because of General Flynn. Uh, and uh, General <laughs> Flynn, if you listen to what he says, he's he's constantly saying, we need to cooperate more, we need to work together more, we need to come alongside each other more. Uh, in this uh, tremendous battle and uh, and he is the one that first identified AMP News as a, uh, a company that uh, had great potential. And uh, he thought that uh, that if we could bring some of our technological expertise uh, and, uh, and, and 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 help it in some ways, it could grow tremendously. Uh, let me just tell my own story with Western Journal. A lot of people don't know the story of Western Journal, but Western Journal started in 2008 as my own personal blog. And um, that just happened to be the same year Facebook opened to the public. And so my son, who was in college at the time, he had been on Facebook as a, as a college undergraduate. That's, that's who started on Facebook. it it was, it was basically a place for college students to communicate. And he said to me, Hey dad, you need to check out this Facebook platform. And so I started posting my commentaries on Facebook very early in 2008 and 2009. And then we just started to take off and we grew right along with Facebook to the point where in 2016, which was eight years later, we were featured in the facebook news feed 11 billion times and that mm-hmm. led over a billion page views at western journal and um so then donald trump got elected and all of the silicon valley you know glitterati for lack of a better term uh turned to mark zuckerberg and and basically said hey mark if you hadn't let all of these conservatives and Christians on your platform, Donald Trump would have never been elected. So in 2017, Mark Zuckerberg started changing the Facebook algorithm. And instead of getting what they wanted on Facebook, he started to curate the messages to give them what he felt as an elitist they needed. And so Facebook literally flipped overnight from a, from kind of a, a, a free for all of, ideas to a, a a propaganda machine that was intended to train and manipulate the people that were on the platform. And so when he did that, he took western journal's traffic down a full 90%. So I'm the guy that walked into my business one day and it was 10% the size it had been the day before and I had 125 employees I had all of these journalists that were writing for the platform. We were the 60th largest website in America and the fourth largest publisher on the Facebook platform when that happened. And so, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, the Western Journal should be out of business. But I like to say what uh, they meant for evil, God meant for good, because we had to completely... Uh, retool the business, rebuild the business, uh, change the way we operated the business. And we pivoted away from uh, the Facebook platform as our primary tool for reaching people. And we learned a lot of, of important lessons in those years, 2017, 2018, 2019, and even up into 2020, so that we actually launched an entire new company called Firefly Engagement, where we help people that are suppressed by big tech get around big tech and try and get their messages and reach their audiences uh, fighting against big tech. So what general general Flynn knows a lot about this and he's worked quite a bit with us. uh, And uh, he said, well, I think Floyd, you know, if, if you can come alongside AMP, you're going to be able to grow that platform substantially and that's, you know, the reason behind uh, the, the merger and 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 what we're doing.
0: You couldn't be one of the better person. I uh, interview Clay Clark quite a bit, and uh, I don't think there's a conversation that Clay and I have where General Flynn doesn't come up in some positive regard. So, yeah, I'm so encouraged by this. I really am. Let's talk about some sheer numbers here. What What can you tell the public about the impact based on volume that you're going to have?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, I never want to, you know, blue sky things, but, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I always want to be modest about our projections. So I don't want to, you know, really put any numbers out there that we're going to achieve. AMP's already reaching a substantial audience, and uh, they have, you know, a great Roku channel. They have, uh, you know, uh, distribution online. We're, our goal is to uh, increase that. We want to see if we can get them some, some apps uh, in the Android store, some apps in the Apple store, so that those platforms will be more uh, accessible to, to viewing. And uh, we're going we're gonna to try and um, combine, you know, the, the, the audience of Western Journal, help them find, uh, you know, help people find these these podcasts more effectively. But you know what? What we really want to do, Dave, and this is what we've been working hard to do, is we 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 have a a a, a real desire to monetize uh, Patriot podcasts, and AMP's been very good at helping a lot of these podcasts generate revenue, which is one of the hard parts of of being an alternative uh, news media because none of the major advertisers want to advertise. So you have to walk a different path. And that's why companies such as MyPillow and Kirk Elliott Gold and, and others have been so strong in, in helping the Patriot movement monetize these podcasts. And so that's part of our vision also is to help. Uh, a lot of shows that aren't even on the AMP network uh, gain uh, greater revenue. And as they gain greater revenue, they can use that to gain greater audience, greater distribution. And uh, eventually, my vision includes going out and buying actual physical radio stations so that we can clear uh, this programming over uh, AM radio in addition to uh, the places online that it's currently It's currently uh, clearing. Uh, The the truth is, is that uh, tech suppression is going to continue to grow and we have to be prepared for that. Uh, You know, I uh, I, for one, hope that, uh, you know, we can have some election victories here ahead in 2024 uh, and uh, and 2026. But irrespective of whether we're victorious in those elections or not. Uh, the alternative media has to continue to move forward because we are like Paul Revere, riding our horse through the villages, sharing the information that they need to have. And instead of saying the British are coming, this time we're saying the communists are coming and you've got to get prepared in your village.
0: Communists haven't only come. They've largely succeeded in taking over the key pressure points. Um at some point in time, well, I'm going to go back to what you said, though. You're absolutely right. I'm on a lot of different venues, and I will tell you the second least productive venue I have is my podcast. Yet, it reaches the most people. That that's what's bizarre about that, Floyd. I on Listen Notes, and I'm not trying to brag, but I they have me ranked in the top one half of one percent of three million podcasts they do. But it's one of the least productive venues we have in terms of attracting advertisers. My big advertisers gravitate towards other things. You know, Noble Gold is probably our biggest advertiser right now. And then we sell the storable food. And the food goes to the podcast, but Noble Gold goes to goes to other areas. And so do a lot of our other advertisers. What do you think it is about podcasting that is less attractive despite the volume of numbers that one can generate? I'm sure you're seeing some of the same thing. We need to make podcasting uh, appealing to mainstream advertisers.
1: Yeah, podcasting is the left has done a very good job of monetizing podcasts. And if you look at people like NPR, they have a huge podcasting network that uh, is really, you know, uh, hard left political that that attracts most of the major advertisers. The 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 problem we have on the right is we're under advertising suppression. And just as you you know you see it from time to time. I remember when there was you know a boycott of the Rush Limbaugh show, and then yeah. later there was a boycott of uh, Tucker Carlson. They they, they 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 try to pick off the largest conservative voices. And, and try and broadcast those. Uh, Michael Savage, when he was on the air, he used to always be facing advertising boycotts. So, but podcasts are incredibly effective because it is appointment listening. So I, I remember back in the day, you know, I would try to, you know, be in my car when Rush Limbaugh was on because I wanted to listen to Rush Limbaugh. But the chances are, you know, Maybe I might listen once a week and um uh or or twice a week if I was lucky to be in the car from nine to noon when he was on uh you know where I was living in in arizona and so the 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 truth is with a podcast and with most of the major uh cars now that have you know uh the the ability to to listen to podcasts. We can listen when we're driving, we can listen at home. Uh, the podcasts that I like to enjoy, I can listen to them at my time rather than having to, you know make sure that I turn on my radio at, at the right time. So but the 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 challenge for podcasts is is that they have difficulty reaching a mass audience. It takes time to build those podcasts up. But once they do, they can be unbelievably effective and profitable and generate a lot of revenue for the host that's
0: involved. Yeah, well, I guess we're, we're not starving off of that, but I'm just saying it's interesting to me that that's the biggest volume we have, but and it's that's, one of the least productive.
1: And that is the major, um, that's, the, that's one of the major issues we want to try and solve uh, through uh, this merger, because what we're going to focus on is, is helping these podcasts generate revenue. And, and, and the way we do that is by building a mass audience, that way advertisers, if the audience is big enough, advertisers take a lot of interest. So by, by, by combining forces and working together, we can get to those audience numbers that really make, these podcasts, uh, important and significant to the, you you know, advertisers want to reach audiences and, uh, but they want to be able to do it and have it generate revenue for their company. And so you've got to, you know, have enough of an audience there that they can pay you for that clearance and that that that's going to generate enough revenue to hit their bottom line. So that's, That's why scale is so important and why we're always pushing for a greater scale in what we're doing.
0: Yeah, you know, I have to dumb down my YouTube, um, obviously, because of content censorship. So I use it like, an, you know, you're looking at an old teacher and college professor. And so I use it like a one-on-one class. It's an entry-level class. And this is what's going on. But go here for more information. And, and And advertisers love to go to YouTube. They love it. I have so much contract ads with YouTube, it's unbelievable. Yet, when you try to put them in um, a podcast, and my podcast numbers are a little above my YouTube numbers, and there just isn't the interest. And that's where the, the gap I've got to bridge. And I know a lot of fellow podcasters say the same thing. Yet, Floyd, this, the thing is, I'm finding I've got a friend in Colorado he says he and his fellow farmers will listen to my podcast when they're on their tractors. In fact, one of them said my daughter was in a uh, repair shop the other day in Nebraska, and he said they were playing my show. And she said, oh, my dad's friends with the, the, that guy. Uh, so we've got really interesting penetration. It's just the, the revenue. We've got to really beef that up because we need that would help. ladies and gentlemen right now go to mypillow.com backslash hodges use the coupon code hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities mypillow.com backslash Hodges coupon code Hodges plus compete with the radio stations that are leftist and so forth and that's that's really my goal
1: yeah well that's 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 my goal too so we can work together on that day
0: absolutely i hope so this is why i'm so excited about what you're doing i don't have to be the one to lead the charge and be successful i'm trying i'm doing my best every day but we need to have somebody some people do it and this is why
1: one of the one one of the reasons that we we're doing it this way is you know cbmj conservative broadcast media journalism is a publicly traded company so any patriot that wants to invest in the podcasting they can go and buy cbmj stock and you know right now it's a micro cap but you can buy it at e-trade or you can buy it at uh, interactive brokers there's a lot of places you can buy it and the ticker symbol is cbmj but that's a way that our listeners and the people that care about the patriotic movement can you know invest with their own dollars the same way you do and I do now, that's that's part of the value of this merger. It's a publicly traded company that uh, AMP News is 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 merging with. And so that is, I think, where we're going to drive the real value over time.
0: Yeah, we've um, we're on Roku and, uh, you know, a lot of those types of uh, Apple and so forth Um and so the potential is there. But what I'm wondering is about the suppression that could be coming. Uh, And I wanted to get into the FCC a little bit with you. I, I, I see horror stories about people Biden's trying to put on FCC decision making boards. And uh, I'm concerned that we will see outright suppression of the First Amendment against people like yourself and myself. Can you speak to that a little bit?
1: Well, you know, we have uh, a long history of Christian broadcasting. We have a long history of conservative broadcasting. And uh, you're right, Dave. They're going to come for it with all guns blazing. I mean, think about when there's a communist revolution. What's the first thing that they do? They go in and they take over the broadcast tower. That's right. That is, (laughs) I mean, it doesn't matter what, what country the revolution's in. That that's the first thing communists want to get control of is 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 news and information, and so that's why um, the globalist media dislikes us so and spends so much time focusing on trying to get us off the air and 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 and, and, and really tries to silence us, and uh, they they do it through a combination of things. They try to hit our revenue by stopping advertisers from advertising with us. They try to do it using the power of government and the FCC. But, um, you know, I believe that we have to continue to use every single channel that we can to distribute our content. So, you know, we may be small, but we're going to be everywhere and we're going to try to continue to be everywhere and we're going to use... you know, we're like the ninjas of media. You know, we, we have to sneak in under cover of darkness and distribute our programming. Uh, but we're, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to keep doing it. And we are we have an audience. Our audience wants our content and they're going to find us and we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that content keeps broadcasting. And it's not just conservative content. It is Christian content also, because, um, you know, they don't like the Bible. They don't like that the Bible calls their sexual sin, sin. And so they have targeted the church of Jesus Christ, and they're doing a couple of different things. Either they want a pride flag flying out in front of that church, and change the church from within, or the conservative voices that stick to the Bible, they have been targeted for suppression of the same way conservative media has. And it it all has to do with, do you believe scripture is real? Do you believe it's the word of God? And do you believe it to be true? They don't mind the Bible as long as we don't believe it.
0: It's interesting you'd say that. I I do a weekly show with a former DHS supervisor, Combat Marine, and uh, he was on uh, YouTube and he called out pedophilia, but he didn't like Joe Biden. He wasn't defamatory, didn't do all that stuff. He just said, here's the incidents, here's what's happening, Um, and he just attacked it, and he attacked it from a Christian perspective. Now, you could go on a thousand sites on YouTube and find the same thing that they wouldn't take action against, but he brought in the Word of God, and he caught it right away. When he appealed, he said, you're after me because of God, not because I talked about what's on a thousand other channels. And you're absolutely right. The Christian, this is an example of what I'm talking about with the Christian persecution that's going on. Um, let me I, I want and,
1: and it's but it's a specific type of Christian, Dave. It's it is a Christian that believes in the Bible. And you know, they 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 they're fine with Christians. They love Christians that stand up and give you, you know, psychobab- psychobabble sermons that really aren't based in scripture. And there's a lot of churches that will do that. They, you know, you can go on Sunday and they'll tickle you with some good music and they'll tickle you with some good, um, you know, uh, psychobabble about how you can better your life. The people they really fear are those that actually believe that scripture is the word of God and that uh, it's, it's still available today for teaching. And for life giving, and it is the fountain of life, and so th- that is really important to understand. There's a lot of churches today that are stepping back from, you know, chapters like Romans one, and you know the 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 that calling out sin. They don't mind church as long as church doesn't call out sin. Yes, but 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 Jesus called out sin, and. You know, he wanted to heal people. The first step to getting that type of healing uh, is to understand what's causing that pain. And it's usually sin at the root. And so the churches that are under suppression and the voices that are under suppression in media are those that are calling out, really with clarion calls, truth into our culture. And a lot of times it's around the sexual sin and in particular, now, this, this whole movement in America to try and make sex between children and adults acceptable. And we have to understand, you know, uh, they are, they call it uh, MAP. Um, you know, they... Uh, and, Minor uh,
0: attracted persons, yeah.
1: Right. And, and just like the word gay came on the scene when you and I were younger, MAP is their new word for, you know... Oh, hey, he's just mad. Well, what that means is he's a pedophile. And, you know, he's wanting to have have sexual relationships with these young children. It's why they do these gay things, you know, these drag shows and stuff. And they have little kids in there because they're desensitizing these kids to this kind of behavior. And it is straight from the pit of hell. And it has to be called out. And so people that are calling it out are the ones who are under the greatest text suppression. And Dave, I hope I don't get you canceled by saying that on your show.
0: I don't t- I don't make any compromises. No, if someone no. cancels me, so be it. You know, I, I am, you know, and I'm proud to say this, I'm an uncompromising Christian. And, um, and no one's well, going to stop the, me. The,
1: well, I love Jesus, okay? Mm-hmm. That's my testimony. But I also believe Jesus is king of all of my life. He's not just king of my life on Sunday. Okay, he's king over my family. He's king over my business. He's king over every single day, Monday through Sunday or Sunday through Saturday. He's king over me all the time and he should be king over everything I do. And so that is the kind of, 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 of Christian that they really want to cancel are those where the word of God gets into them and actually transforms them through the renewing of their mind to make them new in Jesus Christ. And that is how people are healed. And that's how people can can get their lives turned around. It's when Jesus really gets in you and transforms you, that's when real change comes. And that's the solution to all of the problems America faces. And that's why they're trying to suppress it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We have a pastor in Scottsdale, um, Mark Driscoll. And uh, Mark, in a recent sermon that I heard, he went through all the Christian um, subsets. And I don't want to quote them uh, and say them because I don't have it committed to memory. And I don't want to make a mistake but he quoted the thousands of churches by denomination that are embracing sexual perversion as a matter of doctrine now in their church bylaws. And I knew that there was penetration made. Okay. I was aware of that. I didn't know how much the church had been compromised. I think honestly, Floyd, when I look at the health of churches today, I think of the Protestant denominations, I think it would be far harder to find a church that preaches the true word of God than the bastardized word of God influenced by our government and our society.
1: Yeah. Well, you can know almost immediately, Dave, because a lot of these churches now are flying the, the LBGTQ flag on their pole out front. They've replaced the Christian flag with the LGBTQ flag. And I mean, when I was a young man, they were flying the American flag and the Christian flag, which had a cross on it. Now they're flying the, the 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 new pride rainbow which is different than the rainbow they've actually changed the colors of uh of what was the real rainbow that that was given to Noah and uh and uh <laughs> yeah. is the promise of God that he'll never destroy man again so the, the 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 truth is is that scripture is very clear uh Romans 1 if you want to go read it it, it God will allow people, if they are going to engage in this kind of sexual sin, it is actually a punishment. Homosexuality is a punishment that comes upon a nation that has rejected God. And that's why I believe it is so powerful in this nation right now. And uh, we, have to, we have to turn and we have to um, really repent of all sexual sin if we want to
0: save America. I agree. I, I'm repulsed when I see exhibitions of it in the media, and I'm not looking, but you just see it, and I just and I think that's the internal soul that's speaking. It's not so much a judgment of the person, but it's just the act is just to me so repulsive, and it's I think that's part of our defense themselves. mechanism. Yeah, I they're
1: agree. De- they're, deb- they're debasing themselves and their humanity, and the next thing that they're doing. And uh, uh, I was actually, my wife was reading to me from the Book of Jude. Last night, as we were uh, getting ready to go to bed, we were in bed, and she was reading the book of Jude, which is a very short book. But literally, in the book of Jude, it actually uh, talks about what I would call transhumanism. And it it, talks about changing the flesh. and, 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 And literally, that's what is happening through this whole transgender movement, is they're trying to physically transform their flesh, and and their rebellion to God is so great that they're rebelling away uh, against the way God made them as male and female. And so this is this is pure and total rebellion. And it's all laid out in scripture. And if you want to understand it, and I always tell folks, you know, if you want to understand what's going on in the news, read the Bible. Because the Bible gives you the 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 eyeglasses to see what's going on in society. It helps you discern what's going on in society. And so, uh, you know, there's nothing new under the sun as, as, as we're taught in Ecclesiastes, and that's true. All of this has happened before, including transgenderism, which in the pagan world was what they were doing. They, they, they were engaged in all of this kind of sexual sin when Paul was walking the streets of Corinth,
0: yeah. I have a friend uh, over three decades long. He was in the NSA, attached to NATO in the late '80s, and uh, they were taught this is interesting. And so, even the left will use this doctrine, but they don't embrace the Christian part of it. That there was a war in the cosmos, good guys and bad guys fought, the bad guys lost, they were sent to Earth, and they wanted to take over the soul, but they couldn't figure out how to do it. So now they're working on morphing the human being. And my friend described this in a book he wrote called Unbroken Promises. And he described transhumanism to a T in the early '90s, long before there ever was the term transhumanism. So I think that's the end game. When we look at where this is all headed, they want very few of us, uh, maybe as a servant class, but they want to try to find immortality through the singularity concept to transhumanism. And I think this is where it's headed, and it's totally satanic.
1: Amen. Couldn't I couldn't agree with you more, Dave?
0: I want I want to get back to the media merger here though. Um do you have any projections uh and I know you're going to be modest about this but where this will put you in terms of ranking uh numbers and you know your share what what could you tell the audience well, about I, what to expect?
1: Yeah, it it you know uh that 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 is the most difficult question, Dave. I you know, I will uh Um, you know, many of the shows that are already on AMP are, are, have substantial audiences and they reach a lot of people. And I, I, you know, I'm hopeful that that will, you know, grow, grow by 50 and then a hundred and then eventually a thousand percent through, you know, much better marketing and better technology to reach people. But I, you know, I, I can't give you, you know, an exact number, um, I just, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Sorry. sorry. Okay.
0: All right. I know I've asked the question two different ways. I I, I know. (laughs) And, and, and
1: I, and I, and I've not answered it two different ways, but uh, uh, the the truth is, is that, you know, that's the future and I'm just, I'm not very good at predicting the future. What I do know is that we're going to bring the best technology uh, to some really quality hosts, and we're also going to bring the best of monetization to uh, all kinds of different people uh, that are on AMP and not on AMP. And, and and we're going to work hard every day to make all our alternative media bigger and more significant. But uh, where that takes us, I don't know. I You know, I believe God is looking for people that want to Uh, be his hands and feet on earth, and carry the message forth. And so, you know, if he causes us to have favor, we will grow. uh, And uh, Mm -hmm. all we are called to do is be good stewards of the opportunities that he gives us to speak truth into the culture, and that's what we're going to keep doing.
0: Yeah, and my question, I should have phrased it a little bit better. Um, Boy, the uh, question I was looking at is, you have company one and company two and joining and each company has its own standing now. And the combination of the two would equal something, uh, I think very significant. That's where well, I we, will,
1: we, we will reach millions of people every month. That's, okay. you know, I, I would say right now um, before the combination, uh, each are reaching between 30 and 50 million a month. Whoa. And so uh that, you know, should, should double. We don't know how many of those people are the same people though. So we'll see, you know, um, my, my, my goal is to get a company that reaches a hundred million people a month um, between now and 2024.
0: One of the things I've given thought to, but it's more just in the thinking stage was finding a way to make my broadcasts available in spanish i mean immigration i mean i think people should come into this country legally on my dad's side i'm first generation um the son of an immigrant but i'm going to say this they're here and that's the reality and we need to find a way to reach these people because they're coming in right now not knowing anything about our system and that's the group that'll be manipulated against us politically
1: no I, i i totally agree and the technology in that area um is is growing rapidly uh nick Vuvachek, i don't know if you know nick he's an evangelist uh, he's he's actually the guy with no arms and legs and uh he uh uh, uh nick has a company called Multihood, hood uh m-u-t-i-h-o-o-d Multihood, and uh that company is doing real-time translation And as a result of that, you know, he's reaching like 50 different countries right now. And so the ability to reach not just America, but the globe uh, gets better and better all the time. And so, you know, uh, I always I always tell the globalists when they call me a Christian nationalist, I say, you don't understand Christianity. We're not we're not just coming for America. We're coming for the world.
0: Yeah. Well, that's one, that's one phrase. I love that. I was sent something the other day that I fear greatly. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. I don't know if you've heard that chant, but oh, I was yeah. said that I was, you know, I don't mesh myself in watching what they do. I worry about what I do mostly and I react when it goes over the board. But, but I saw that and I just said, man, I'll tell you, there's going to be a lot of millstones that are going to be manufactured for these people, um, coming for our children, but you know what? They were serious. They got criticized for it, uh, and they apologized, but you know what? They wouldn't have been chanting it if they didn't mean it, and this this is a great fear. They yeah. are coming well, for our kids. Um, but they're just-
1: also doing something else, uh, Dave, and that is they are activating thousands, hundreds of thousands of what I call mama bears, and these mama bears yeah. are... Uh, you know, they're not sending their young six-year-old to school to learn how to become a, a, a woman. They're sending their young six-year-old son to school to learn how to do math and, you know, read and um, learn about history and science and other things. And so all of a sudden, all of these mama bears that have been activated around the country, are going to be speaking out on these things and so I, I think that that the the left has gone a bridge too far they've tried too much uh and and they've tried to accelerate too quickly and as a result there's a huge backlash against that and that's part of what we want to continue to encourage
0: well there is a potential audience that's huge it that doesn't show up on research polls or market surveys And that's the people that aren't buying Bud Light, aren't going to Target, and aren't patronizing Disney. Uh, That number is astronomical. And that gives me hope because that tells me these people are open for the word of God if they're not already there. And they're certainly voting with their pocketbooks that they don't want this perversion. And, And that gives me hope that that's a whole audience that's available for us to reach. And and uh, this is why I'm excited about what you're doing. Is the combination of the two companies going to carry a single name, or are you going to operate as your own under your own name entities?
1: We're we're we're, we're going to continue to operate under under uh, the names of the current entities. We're not going to change the news. Yeah. So and, and so it'll still be AMP News, and it'll still be conservative broadcast media journalism. So.
0: And that, that's, this is so f- fascinating here. I, I would imagine you've drawn some attention from people, investors, advertisers that want to be a part of this. Is that a correct assumption? Uh,
1: that is. And uh, there's a lot of people that are excited about this and the opportunity to reach this audience and they have a way they can invest. You know, they can, they can, they can buy stock. Uh, I, last I looked CBMJ stock was trading it. I think it'll at, at like 11 cents a share. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a brand new company. It's a a time when you can get in on the ground floor. So it's, it's exciting.
0: Well, Floyd, you know, I, I used, I played college basketball. I coached it and I'm, was highly competitive, but in this arena, I am not. It's all, how can we help each other? So this is what I want to leave you with. And I mean this sincerely, and I know my audience will be behind this anything that we can do to help you guys move forward with this, any attention that we could give you, we would love to do so, which is why CJ will tell you the person who booked this interview, CJ, will tell you how, how anxiously I wanted to do this for this reason. So please don't hesitate to call on me. Well,
1: and likewise, Dave, let's uh, continue to keep in touch. I enjoy being on your program and it's, it's good to visit with you and, And uh, we will uh, we will keep that in mind. And if we can do anything for you, likewise, we want to help you.
0: I appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, Floyd Brown and uh, terrific merger, terrific future. Uh, They're going to reach more people. They're going to save some souls and hopefully a lot. uh, And they're going to bring the truth to people. And hopefully it give us an atmosphere that will contribute to us taking our country back from the Bolshevik communists that have usurped it. Floyd, thanks so much for joining us, my friend. Great to be with you, Dave. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.